Hey, welcome to the episode of Trust Sports. We took last week off, so this week we're going to have fun with it. It's mm-hmm. going to be even more fun because you know what? Both of us, we watch basketball. We watch college basketball when it's on. It has to be on for us to, to I, in my opinion, I would say, I'm at the gym when I normally see college basketball. How about for yourself? Yeah, I'm more. I'm definitely more into it than what it sounds like you are. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> as you say, listen, March is college basketball season, whether you watch – no games during the year where they watch every single game. This this is college basketball time, so got to talk about it. I mean, I I can't say I don't watch it. Like if it when it comes on TV, I'm gonna go watch it. But it's not like I'm looking for UNC. Do like, I mean like I'm not looking for those games. I'll see it on TV. I'll see it on the apps. I'll see the the updates. But I'm not. I'm never going looking for basketball. I just can't. can't you know, until this time. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm a Nova fan. Um, Villanova, they suck this year. They lost their head coach. That's what happens. Um, so this year I feel like I've watched the least amount of college basketball I have. I feel like just in turn, like I just didn't watch as much Villanova, didn't watch anything else. I watched a good portion of the conference tournaments. So I feel like I have a pretty good grasp, but kind of how we were just talking about when it comes to these brackets, throw them in the air, just enjoy the games, enjoy the madness. And I pick them the best you can. Nothing makes me happier than when you see, um, what is it like? Uh, who has their own bracket? I forget who, but you see someone they they post. There are point two percent brackets that are perfect in the world right now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> after just four hours. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say like halfway through the first day, and there's like two percent of people that have a perfect bracket out. Yeah, I think it was t- 2019. Um, I went the full first day being perfect. That's the best I've ever fucking done. Yeah. So since then, I. Like I said, it's fun to fill out. It's fun to act like we know what we're talking about. But <laughs> I just I, I really enjoyed the first couple of days of the tournament, like just having all day, every day be college basketball. Like yeah. there's not much better. Okay, so I think we should be uh you know, basic bitches and, and talk about our bracket at least. So why not? I wanna kick it off and do it backwards. Uh just for the, the championship. I wanna know who you have in your championship game and who you have for your championship pick. Yeah, so I'm a little biased, so I put in a couple of future bets on a few teams. Okay, Um, so actually, I looked this up because I don't understand because I saw uh, Dave Porter on them talking about future bets. What exactly is a future bet? So the future bet, for an example, is, and again, I'll kind of touch on it, like picking whoever you have to win it all, and I'll give you mine right now, UCLA. Their future on UCLA is you bet on them to like win it all. So, again, taking it back to the NFL – you could have a Cowboys future of winning the division or winning the NFC or winning the Super Bowl. You can make bets on that. Early, though. You have to do it, like, early. Early, yeah, yeah. So, like, and honestly, you could make it, like, again, just sticking to, I mean, sticking to right now. Like, even with the tournament starting on Thursday, you could still bet right now on a team to win it all or a team to make the Elite Eight or the Final Four and have that be your future with them. So, I think it was a month or two ago. Again, like I said, I was – that's really the time when the calendar turns and New Year comes in, like late January into February is when I really kind of hone in basketball, like as football's ending. Okay. Um, that's when I'll hone in on college basketball. So watch a few games. I have a few futures on a couple teams that I was like, eh, why not? Um, UCLA is a ton of fun. Since then, unfortunately, they've lost one of their uh, – probably their best defenders. I believe his name Jalen Clark. Yeah. It really sucks. Uh, it's a big hit to them, but – Two veteran guards, two guys that know how to score the basketball. That's, again, kind of what I look for in these tournaments is those veteran teams. Um, so I, I like UCLA a lot. I think they made a pretty deep run a year or two ago. 
with okay. a lot of these same guys. Uh, they're a fun school, fun colors, fun team to root for. So in my championship right now, I have UCLA beating your second favorite school, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what you have in the championship game. That's that's who I have in the championship game. Okay. So in my championship game, I have Alabama versus Houston. Houston? Yes. I truly believe in Houston taking, like, a run. Listen, can I can I do some breaking news real quick on our pod? So I got two breaking news. I'm not sure. I saw right before we jumped on, Cowboys make a trade. Did you see that? The Cowboys? Cowboys trade a fifth-round pick to the Colts for corner Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> Little breaking news. And now, what? breaking, breaking news, a few minutes ago, the Eagles re-signed James Bradbury. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Three years, 38 mil. Yeah. So, listen, man, it's it's the heart of the free agent season. Uh, yeah, I love it. Interesting. But, I mean, let's let, that's just breaking news. Uh, I know we'll kind of touch into free agency a little bit more, but kind of yeah. wanted to share that. Oh, but, shit, uh, that's crazy. Okay, so you got Alabama-Houston. Houston's a sexy pick. I feel like a lot of people have liked them all year. They're they're definitely a fun-ass a fun team to watch. So when I have been watching college basketball, I've been watching Houston play. Houston mm-hmm. has been exciting, and I have them going over Alabama because here's my thing. I think this whole gun thing – the fans really yeah. not fucking with Alabama. The refs, no, the schools, everyone's kind of tired of the Alabama buy-in of sports run Alabama. Regard, regardless of what they do, the players do, whatever it is, they're going to play. The fact that that player is still allowed to play is, and he's going to be a top draft pick, I forget his fucking name. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. that I actually was going back and forth of, do they take an L earlier? Like, do they fuck up and just, you know, like, they can't hold it up anymore. I don't know because that player is just top-notch. But I have, yeah, Alabama-Houston and the Houston taking it all. But I think the road to to get there is crazy. So I want to go through, and I want to see your first round or some games to watch upsets that you have. Yes, love it. Love it. So, again, it's all – this is another another thing, right? Everyone has, like, their sexy upset picks that they try – I got my bracket up now. The first one I'm looking at <clears throat> is that famous 5 and 12 seed. Everyone always likes picking the 12 seeds. I think I have two 12 seeds that can upset. First one, Charleston to beat San Diego State. Again, did a little bit of research. Charleston, I think it's 31-3 on the year. They are top 20 in offensive and defensive rating, so I'm just going to fucking roll with them. I actually have them beating San Diego State. And then beating Virginia, so back-to-back upsets for them. So I had that 12 seed going into the Sweet 16. I'm thinking they can be that team that nobody kind of looked at. Um, Next, I have the 12th seed, Drake, beating Miami. Um, Everyone is is fucking with Drake. I I honestly think, though, that wouldn't go either way, but everyone's speaking about Drake. That's why I'm not going with it. And more so, <laughs> there's there's a few that I did the same. I think the other one is Virginia to lose in the first round. I'm taking Virginia just because it seems yeah. like everyone has them losing. Yeah. But that was one that it was almost a toss up for me. Uh, I know Miami's been struggling a little bit down the stretch, and yeah. Again, fuck it. I, I'll take I'll take the the sexy pick in Drake to upset. I think any other big big ones I have, nothing nothing too major. I don't think the one seed falls in the first round, but I do believe that in the second round, I have Purdue, who's a one seed, losing to Memphis. I've been all over Memphis for the past two months. Um, I have them going to the Elite Eight, I think. Um, 
I think when they play at their best, they can beat anybody. So that's that's a couple. That's just a couple teams I'll be I'll be rooting for. Okay, so here's mine. I'm going to start off on a on an extreme upset. Extreme upset. Hold on, let me get the bracket up. At your bottom, people like to talk about that 13, that 14 and three Gonzaga versus Grand Canyon. I'm actually going to take Grand Canyon in that one. And have, Are you? Yes, because I think Gonzaga is your hyped up. They're always in the dance. They always yep. make it to to that to that far. I don't know who the fuck Gonzaga was besides college basketball. Like that's what they're known for yeah. is, oh, is yeah. college basketball. That's it. So I actually have Grand and Grand Canyon hasn't playing great ball. Like I did the research backwards. I was like, all right, let me see if I can think of any picks going forward in these top ones early to see yeah. what happens. So I took Grand Canyon, uh, and then I have let's see. Um, Memphis. Speaking of Memphis, Memphis was the, the only team I think this year to hold Houston to be beating Houston in the first half. Mm-hmm. Or was it? Yeah, it was either Baron or Houston. We were texting about it, yeah. and I truly think with uh, we were talking about with their coach that Memphis could go on. And I, I didn't edge them versus Purdue, but I could see them that game just being crazy for what they just come yeah. off of. They just yeah. came off of a Houston big loss, but it was close in my eyes. Exactly. So here you go. So to look at their notable notable results for Memphis, in the last two weeks, they faced Houston. It was a buzzer beater shot by Houston, and then they took it to them in the conference championship game this past weekend. And then earlier in the year at Alabama, they only lost by three. So they've played the two top seeds and have hung so tough with them. So that's, that's what, what I mean. If that team kind of puts it all together, yeah. if, if they play at their best, they're tough as hell to beat. But in, in my eyes, too, that's where it gets you to the point of like, okay, now you're going against first number one. Number one, there's a reason they're number one. Number one has been playing at this caliber all year long. Mm-hmm. And this is the time they show up. Again, how many, you know, of those, like, in my eyes, you, you get edged out by Houston. Houston doesn't take Memphis as serious going into that game. Yeah. They have yeah. the buzzer beater beat them. Purdue's not going to even hang tight with them in my eyes, and Purdue's going to be able to take it away. It's yeah. going to be able to rank that. I had one more that – so I was going back and forth with Kentucky-Providence because I have not been impressed Me with too. Kentucky at all. Uh, but, I, again, when I, when I think about experience and coaching, when I think about, uh, you know, you've been here before, and when it comes to college basketball, it's a little different because the players are in and out, but they do have some players that have mm-hmm. been on that team. Shout out to Lance where uh, his mom actually used to cut up my uh, me and Kat's oh, hair. But she just, yeah, she just moved away. Um, he's at Kentucky. But – I, I think they edged that one out. I had VCU as well. Is yeah. VCU on the other side? VCU. Yeah. So VCU upsetting St. Mary's. I think they actually pulled that one out. VCU I like that has too. I like that VCU too. has been on a hype train. Their fans are fucking wicked and wild and love to talk shit. I actually had VCU, uh VCU Yukon and it's gonna take me back to the old time days of where you were seeing Kansas in UConn in those battles. And I still, I have Kansas uh, coming out of that one, but I'm surprised I had UC. I was nervous for UCLA, but I'm seeing UCLA like creep up in people's uh, eyes. Have you been watching UCLA this year? I have. So like I said, I put the future on them. So since then I've been, I've been keeping tabs on them all all probably the past month and a half, two months. So no, not the whole year. Um, But again, what I'm, what I'm seeing, like even in the PAC 12 tournament, like, they're just a, they're they're just a tough team. I, I don't think they're necessarily going to 
blow any team out maybe in the first rounds just because it's that two and 15 matchup. But yeah, they're a team that knows how to win. And I always look at in these games, like, and Purdue's a good example. They have that seven foot four Zach Eady, right? Who nobody yeah. can stop. If he gets in foul trouble in the first half, like, where do you go? So mm. I kind of look at if plan A doesn't work for a team, what does plan B and what does plan C look like? Because that's what it comes down to, to a lot of these upper seeds versus the lower seeds. There's where you get the upsets. If, if one yeah. team does something really well, like again, I know we talked about Virginia. If Virginia, like they're a tough team on coming back. Like they, they don't really come back in games. If they fall down to a pretty big deficit against a team that's just shooting the lights out, they're pretty much done, right? So I looked at UCLA and I almost wanted to see them be tested and see when they're not at their best. And, and again, I put the money on those two guards. Um, I think Tyler Campbell and Javier Jaquez. Those are two guys that have been in the tournament before. They've both made a big run. And it's almost like if they're struggling and it's a two-point game with two minutes left, ball in their hands. I, I have full trust in them. Okay. So this is the year I'm going to go and play some bets. I'm giving yeah. myself a hundred. I'm giving myself a hundred dollar limit. And I'm sure they have. Some, I'm sure they have some promotions for you too on all these websites. So you can probably get a lot more like free bets and shit. Free bets. All right. So I'm taking a hundred dollars now. Do I put that? Do I break that apart? Or I, so I'm leaning two ways. Do I break that apart? Put someone in the future. Mm-hmm. Or do I break that apart and let that run itself? Or be like, if I'm doing this one time, I'm all buy-in. I'm picking 100 and moving that 100 along the, the pace and see where it, where it gets me. Am yeah, I all well, in, all the way across? Well, like I said, I think when you deposit that 100, you'll probably get – I know like DraftKings right now, I'll even send you a link, and maybe it's like a referral thing or whatever, but they'll probably give you a few free bets. So you know what? Take that 100, fuck it, put it on a team, let it ride, and then they're going to give you some free bets to play around with for like individual games. So why not? Why not? But I okay. All right. Since I mean, if if I was going in with more money, of course I would spread it out. It's only a hundred. But all right, I'm gonna take the hundred for the first round and a half. Maybe I'll go all in. I'm all in with the cash on a team. I'm mm-hmm. going all in on that going forward. And then from there on, I'll break it apart and yeah. and, and see where it goes. All right, I'm, I want to do that because I, I I hate fucking betting. But I was listening to <laughs> um Dave Porter and all them. They fucking they do a lot of future bets. Like they put on say he has like four or five future bets. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I actually uh a future bet. So I put in last year, um, I had a future bet parlay in the NFL, Eagles, Jaguars, Vikings, all to win the division. That mm-hmm. hit this year. Um, my team I like this year, and again, like another future bet example, is I took the Bears to win the conference at plus four thousand. That was before they made the trade with the number one pick. So it's now down to plus 2,500. Okay. Uh, we can talk about all the Bears and, and football season when it comes. But, I mean, it's just fun shit like that. So now it's like, you know what, if the Eagles shit the bed next year, I have a rooting interest elsewhere. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that's more so it's like it's it's fun to, like, watch the Jaguars in the last week of the season with the division online and, like, be in tune with that game because it's like, fuck, man, like, I got money on them. So, so you're the reverse of Big Cat. Do you know Big Cat at Barstool? Yeah, yeah. I listen so to their podcast. Big Cat future eagle the eagles that's yeah what he was, he's a bears fan exactly you know, exactly future bet that <laughs> his payout was gonna be fucking massive oh yeah he did it early 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 like he did yeah. it so fucking early so that was looking good for him all right so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna yeah, take it sure. and i'm gonna let it out and we'll talk on the side and then next week you guys can see if i made something or i shit the fucking yeah. bed <laughs> yeah. and walk away with nothing are you gonna put it 
Are you going to put it on bet? That. I don't know. Well, for a future, no, no. In the beginning, I'm going to take the 100 and go game. Go game. Okay. Gotcha. I'm going to go to game. Or maybe, you know what? I'll take 125. I'll put 25 on the future. And then, okay. yeah, I like that. Just game, and then, and then the rest go go game game. I just can't tell Cat. I can't tell Cat if I'm up because if I'm up and she sees the bank oh, that's yeah. sitting there, she's gonna be like, "Take it out, like fuck it. it, just don't don't let it ride." So I yeah. have to just let it sit there and be okay <laughs> with walking away with zero or walking away with a bank. So it, it's it's exactly. one of those two things. Exactly. Um, anything else left on college basketball you want to hit on? No, like I said, it's 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 one of the most exciting times of the year. I think I said you know before that like this is my favorite time of year for sports it's it's the ncaa tournament baseball is coming into effect so um it's it's awesome it's awesome the first so weekend it, is always the best it starts thursday right so technically it'll start i know we're recording on tuesday but it'll start tonight um there's four games there's two tonight on tuesday two on wednesday you'll kind of see on your bracket there's like i think one of them is arizona state slash um, I forget who they're playing off the top of my head, but um, those games kind of decide the last four teams that make it into the tournament. But the big dance itself, like the round of 64, will start on Thursday. Okay. So maybe I'll put this out. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get this out fucking Thursday morning then. Uh, so there's two games. So tonight there's um, Southeast Missouri State against Texas A&M for whoever yeah. wins is the last 16 seed. And then Pittsburgh and Mississippi State play for the last 11 seed or one of the 11 seeds. And then tomorrow it's fairly Dickinson against Texas Southern and then Nevada and Arizona state. So those Yo, teams are going to be battling for the last four spots. That's another thing too. People are taking fairly Dickinson uh, to, to do yeah. some things too. So, I mean, hey, it can go either way in yeah. my eyes. Always. All right. Um, so moving on to the next topic of let's, let's switch this up. But I want to talk about before we get into free agency, we talk about, John Morant, we haven't talked about him at all. Um, yeah. It's been funny because we were off last week. It's been funny to see all the memes, but also all the you know sports analysts who are taking it serious and kind of giving him game um, going forward. In my eyes, um, I think that this is the best case scenario to happen to him. I think that it's good and happened early mm-hmm. because it's either you get this or you get Gilbert Arenas. You get yeah. later on down the road, and he fucks up the major back. He's still exactly. young, and he's doing it. Now, in my eyes, he, to me, it's circle and what he's doing. I think it's the yeah. people he's around. I truly don't want to buy into the whole thing. He's trying to act hood. He wants to be ghetto. Like He wants to be like part of the gang. I think that he just is in Memphis. Memphis is one of those towns that it's like rough and rugged. He is around those groups of people. He's starting to hang out with these people. He's being who he is. But again, I think that it's a deeper issue. And that's why you're seeing him like say like, okay, I have to go get treatment and help with like my alcohol drinking and partying and putting yeah. things out there. This is the same thing that you would see back in the day from what is it? Um, like back in the day with old, old, old NBA players, they would be out all the time. Yeah. But yeah. you just get you, and they did dumber shit, but they just didn't do it to the scope of social media. In my eyes, too, a couple of weeks ago, I actually was watching, uh, they had this thing called, um, Icebox. You ever heard of Icebox? No. So it's these jewelry guys that sell jewelry, and like all the rappers, all everyone famous goes there and gets jewelry. So John Rand's been on that, that their episode on YouTube a bunch Got of you. times. Okay. So he's been there buying jewelry and they do something called like he drinks all the time. Like they give him a bottle every time he's there, like to drink. He does like a shot o'clock. It's definitely like in the afternoon time he's drinking. So it's possible that like, yo, I have money now. 
I am drinking a lot. There's videos of him drinking on our planes. He doesn't see it as an issue. Now it's an issue, bro. Like, you yeah. are starting to get around the bad people, stuff like that. You have to think. The eyes of John Moran have been on him so heavy lately because you had to fight with his dad. Yeah. You have him doing dumb shit on the, on, the, on, the, on the court. Like, it's been a lot of just dumb shit. It's like, I'm glad it's happening, happening now, and it didn't lead to a gun is fired in a club and, and stuff like that. The yeah, only exactly. thing that I can say that is that I, I take out of his responsibility is the strip club. The fact that the strip club put those photos out to me is so garbage mm-hmm. for what they're doing. If you look, have, do you see the photo? Yeah. Yep. First of all, if you look at them, you can't see the floor. All you see is stripper. All you no. see is money. <laughs> you see money. Everywhere. The entire room is like the, the entire room is filled with money, which shows you maybe it wasn't just him in there. But no matter what, he spent his money in there, and he would easily come back to that place again of business. Now he doesn't trust that place. I I bet you now that place may close down because everyone else that may travel to Memphis, the rappers are in Memphis, are like, oh, shit, I can't be trusted to be in here and, like, feel safe now that the videos will get leaked somewhere. So fuck that. So fuck the business for putting that out there in my eyes. That's a bad move. And shame on you guys. You guys should get closed down for that, whoever leaked that shit. Definitely. No, I agree with you. First of all, yeah, I agree with you. It's such a stupid fucking move. <clears throat> I heard yeah. what the owner of the club said. I guess I get where he's coming from. He's trying to help Ja out. You know, I think one of the things he said is like he didn't drink at all that night. Uh, he spent $50,000. He was nothing but a gentleman. Just shut, like, shut the fuck up because you're right. No athlete's ever going to go there. That's for damn sure. Nobody nobody that's, that's noteworthy is ever going to go there because – first story that's ever getting leaked from this fucking business and they're just releasing shit left and right. So yeah, horrible business move on that end. Ja, I don't know. Like I really, I really don't know. And maybe we'll never know the full story, but coming from like his background, he doesn't have a background where he kind of like should be wrapped up in all of this, right? Like he never needed to use. and, And I know this is something that like Shannon Sharp talks a lot about, like you, you don't need that hood kind of like culture that he's surrounding himself with to get out of whatever situation you think that you're in. Like you right now, like where you're at, you have the opportunity to be one of the faces of one of the biggest corporations in America, in in the world, in the world. And you're, and you're just messing it up with stupid shit. And it's so easy to say like, Oh yeah, he's a kid. Like he's young, whatever. Fine. But that to me can only go so far. Cause like, bro, you and I have been, I mean, we're not fucking 45-year-old dudes, right? Like, we're, we're in our mid-20s. We just graduated from school a few years ago. Like, we're now young professionals. We're not stupid enough to do something like John Morant is doing. So, you're right. It is kind of that nature versus nurture, though. Like, he's surrounding himself with the wrong group. And if it is that, like, I do feel bad for him. I hope he does. Like, somebody just smacks him across the face and is like, dude, you got to step the fuck up with this. But it's just – it's so mind-boggling to me when these athletes just pull the stupidest moves – and especially with Ja, it's a move that just like it, it's coming out of nowhere. Again, yeah. like you you weren't you weren't born and raised in that situation. You are you were fucking second overall pick in the NBA draft, and now you're set to make millions upon millions of dollars and be a, like face of the league. And you pull a something like this, it's almost like you don't want it. Like you like you're just throwing it away. Like you would rather be whatever whatever group you're hanging around. You'd rather be wheeling and dealing with them versus. You know, living out your dream, being in the league—it's—it's it's confusing. Now, here's the thing. So it does happen, right? I know he is from—he's from the dirt roads of either was South Carolina, like that's where he's from. He's from the the mucks, right? Where did he go to? He went to Marquette, right? Uh, no, no, he went to Murray State. Murray State, small I knew something with an M. Um, yeah, small, right? But 
at the end of the day, this does happen, and and I would say, and and uh, for athletes and stuff like that, the people who you saw get attention growing up, like I saw the hood guys get attention growing up, and the squares, the if you weren't the head athlete guy but you were good at sports, you got some attention, or it was the head hood guys or the crazy athletes. So he was always getting attention. He always got attention from those guys. Oh, yeah. But now it's I have the money to back it and they want to be around me now so now i'm around their coach even more i'm around the guns i'm around these things so it becomes a norm to where i'm fitting in it's similar to where you see when you see like the 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 most prime example we have of this is six nine we have an example of six nine who wasn't about that shit but got around that shit and then it was yeah. faster that shit and it became him and who he was his new identity so yeah, this is yeah. he has to tap into himself of like fuck i've kind of strayed away from who i am I'm not about that. Like, I don't need to be about that. Who gives a fuck? Right. But it just becomes part of your being because you're around a lot of yes men, people who are bringing that life to you, especially if you're in Memphis. Memphis is its craziest yeah. parts. You're meeting rappers. You're around the rap. You're in the studios with them. So you're seeing this culture and just you just maybe not even you subconsciously just become one of those people to where if you don't do self-evaluation or if you're not strong enough to be like, yo, that ain't me. I'm out of here when you guys get on that bullshit. It's, you just become part of it. So I'm glad that now he knows. Now he could get yeah. around all those people who were in his circle. Goodbye. You're out of his Hell circle yeah. now. Get Hell away. Yeah. Get away. We're getting a tighter, tighter circle. If I don't have people to be like, John, what the fuck are you doing? Check yourself. We don't need to be in the strip club every night. We don't need to be partying all the time. It's during the season. During the season, we ain't in the strip club. We in the strip club during All-Star Weekend, and we back in the lab. That's it. Like, I'm sorry. That's just, yeah. It just has to be that because you couldn't handle it. When it was time to go, you couldn't handle it, and you put it out there. So I bet we see a different job. And you might see his play get better honestly he's crazy yeah and you know what this is also that's a good point like this is also now on memphis as an organization like this is now on the nba as well like how are you going to handle the situation you can't leave this kid hanging out to dry you can't just be like yo figure it out come back to work like you, you there there's something going on like like you just said if there if you need to have the owner or the general manager or just somebody in that organization to sit him down and be like dude no more of this like no more because this was an issue earlier in the season they were in Indiana, remember? And they had to, like, they banned his crew from even coming in the fucking game. So, like, this is nothing new. It's not like it's coming out of left field. We know this. But now it's on that organization, on Ja itself, and the NBA to kind of just figure this out because it's it's getting ridiculous. I don't think he should be suspended. I don't think that he should get suspended for a year because, listen, it, I think it should come from the team. The NBA, there's, there's, there's nothing that needs to come from you to protect the NBA image. NBA, stay out of it. Yeah, yeah. Keep this in-house. Keep this in the, the organization. Have the organization do a sit-down with the players, the leadership, the coach, and say, all right, this is what we've come up with. We're yeah. suspending you from play ourselves and to get you back right, get you the mentality, be around the team still, practice with the team, travel with the team. You're just not playing. Yeah. and Or or do you can't travel with the team. I'm sorry. You, but you're practicing with the team. I don't know, whatever they come to decide, but I don't think he should be 50-game suspension or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. The police looked into it. They found no probable cause. Nothing was wrong with what right. he did. Right. It, the gun was like, no one at the strip club said, oh, my God, call the cops because the gun was right. in the building. Like, no, stay out of it. Allow them to handle it. If he goes back to play, he goes back to play. Let's not forget that we have someone in the fucking, in college basketball that was a part of a murder. <laughs> yeah, and that's still exactly. fucking balling out. Like, shut, come on now. Let's Let's be honest here. So. That's that's just my take on it. I know he's a he'll become he's a he's a fucking all star man. Like yeah. it sucks that this will be a bad rep on him. You're already seeing those the woke organizations like the woke corporations pulling out. I think yeah. he lost a deal yeah. already. I forget who it was who it was with, 
But like you're starting to see that I hate that fake woke co- corporate shit to protect yeah, your yeah. image. It's, it's yeah. not because we're one with you guys. It's we're just being woke culture, and we we just want to look like we're a part of it. So yeah, exactly. I will. I'm, I'm excited to see. You. I, I'm not excited, but I want to see what Memphis does in this case. I hope the NBA doesn't come down and say see you till next year because that's bullshit. No. No, I, I hope you're right because – and I think the only thing I'm hoping at least that that was floated around is when that police investigation was going on. So, like, again, that's the NBA's way of almost saving face. Like, yeah, we're going to threaten the the, the um, suspension. If something were to come back, that's when they were going to hammer down. So, hopefully now yeah. that that's resolved, it's more so just about, like, getting jaw right and then back on the court. Because, again, like you said, realistically, like, nobody got hurt. Nobody was really, yeah. like – no no real complaints have come out of it. He was just an idiot. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right, we're going to switch it up. It's it's one of those seasons. It's one of those seasons in NFL football that we're seeing some moves be had. Um, I did some research and just took some of the top notes before all that news is still breaking. Some mm-hmm. of the top things that we're seeing and we're watching across the league, and I'll run through them, and then we'll talk about Eagles-Cowboys. I'm going to save um, Eagles and Cowboys talk of preparations of what we need to do in the draft and what we would like as fans to see come out of free agency and drafting as we get closer to the draft. Um, So some of the free agency moves around the league, we still have Lamar Jackson sitting at the franchise tag. I'm going to run through this, and we'll go back, and we can talk about whichever points we want, all right? We got Lamar Jackson sitting, franchise tagged, Baltimore Ravens, uh, one year, $32 deciding wherever that ends up. Geno Mm -hmm. Smith resigning with the Seattle Seahawks, three years, $35 Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints, four years, $150 million. Daniel Jones re-signed with the New York Giants, four years, <laughs> $160. Jimmy Garoppolo signing with the Las Vegas Raiders, three yeah. years, $67. Surprising my eyes, Taylor Heineke signing with the yeah. Atlanta Falcons, two-year, to be determined. Sam Donald, Darnold signed with the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Jameis Winston re-signing with New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers possibly looking like it's it's a go. <laughs> Signing with uh, the New York Jets and is bringing some some baggage with him as well. So I yeah. at least want to first talk about, uh, in my eyes, the f- craziest one to me is the Jimmy G and uh, Derek Carr situation. Okay. So it's, I know people probably aren't even fucking focused on this one. This, to me, just shows you how fucking dumb the Raiders are and why they will continue to suck in the yeah. NFL. Yep. Who would you rather... Derek Carr or Jimmy G? Exactly. To me, it's a coin flip. Why not just fucking keep Derek Carr, the man who wanted to stay in Vegas, who has given his heart to fucking Vegas at this point? Mm-hmm. Keep him. Why get rid of him and just bring in a Derek Carr part two? Yeah. It makes it worse yeah. in my eyes. Yeah. It makes 1, no sense. 1, and he's hurt all the time. Yeah. No, exactly. You're right. You're, you're ditching mediocre for lower mediocre. Like, I don't understand. And then again, right before we jumped on, Darren Waller was traded to the Giants. So, like, are they just selling? Like, I don't think they know what they want to do. Um, (laughs) The Josh Jacobs thing was always a weird thing because they didn't pick up his player option, but now I think they franchise tagged him. So it's only costing you more money to get the same year. Like, they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Um, They signed Jacoby Myers. Now there's reports out there. I think Darren Waller said something about Josh McDaniels and not getting along with him in the Patriot way. It you know everyone thinks that they're Belichick if they you know coach with Belichick and we've seen yeah. constantly that that shit just doesn't work. The one that's interesting to me is Aaron Rodgers because yeah. you're right he had this laundry list of things or players I should say that he wanted to come over. They have already locked up one of them. Alan Lazard just signed with the Jets. 
I think he wanted Randall Cobb. OBJ was mentioned. That almost yeah, just kind Randall of Cobb. Like, Fuck it. OBJ. That's it's just Martavis Lewis. Crazy. Yeah. So it seems like we were texting about this yesterday. It seems like it's all but done. It seems like at least from the Packers end that they're ready to move on to Jordan Love and kind of you know, like like they're just moving on with them. And now it's only a matter of time to wait and see when Rodgers joins the Jets. But let me ask you this: When let's just say when it happens. When Aaron Rodgers joins the Jets, let's say they don't get Odell, they added Alan Lazard, and kind of how their roster is constructed right now, where do you rank the Jets with Aaron Rodgers in the AFC? It's the same thing. I think last year was a one-off year that they had a good year. You know, they, they were they were they were like the to me they were a little bit better than the Colts were. Right? Remember how you saw the Colts like they're mm-hmm. playing a little bit better, but they're squeaking by. That's what I see the Jets as. If he doesn't get his weapons. It's going to be a Rod throwing picks like he did with with Green Bay. You're going to see him forcing shit. It's, it's, it's honesty, you know. You yeah. see him forcing shit. Who else do they have on that team besides what's his name? Saucy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they got some good young talent. I think you know last year was a weird year because you know, like you said, I think you can look at some games that they maybe overachieved, but then maybe some games that they, that they lost because Zach Wilson was just that bad. So yeah. it's almost like Aaron Rodgers, as as much as we fucking probably can't stand talking about him anymore. Definitely still a top-tier quarterback in the league right now. So you yeah. add him to that Jets team, like they're automatically, what, three to five wins better? It's a tougher yeah. division. The Dolphins have only gotten better. They picked up Jalen Ramsey. Uh, the Bills, obviously, everyone fucking loves them. They win the Super Bowl every single year. They are a damn good team. So that division yeah. in and of itself is very difficult. That's um, what I was going to say. You're, you're, you have the Jets – in the, in the AFC, you had the Jets who, I mean, you had the Jets who have to play, again, like you said, the Dolphins who are coming up. Who yeah. knows what the Bills look like? You have, in my eyes, you have uh, the, the Ravens who, let, I'm I'm going to guess they figure it the fuck out and figure out this offseason with them, right? Yeah. Still got Kansas City. It's like his best shot was going to the NFC East and just come to the Cowboys. That was his best shot to, to possibly get through that. That was his best shot in my eyes. Come no, to the NFC. No. Come, Never come, ever going to fucking happen. Come play for the NFC East. Come play for your old coach. Why not? Why not come play for your old coach? Fuck the birds. Fuck everything else. Would have been fine by me. <laughs> but I, mean, I, yeah, gotta, I think you just walked to a bad division again. It is. It's a it's a tough division. And just look at the AFC. Like, let's just forget about division. Let's look at it as a grand scheme of things. You got the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Chargers. Who knows? Um, Broncos. Yeah. Who knows? They have Sean Payton now. Lamar comes back healthy. Who knows what the Ravens are? We talked about the Dolphins. The Jaguars were on the come up last year. Like, that's yeah. a fucking – it's a much harder conference than the NFC. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And, again, yeah. it's just like I'm tired of – I'm really like – I know I brought him up, but it's just like, dude, make a decision or don't. Like, stop acting yeah. like you you are just – like, no, the world doesn't matter. It's only Aaron Rodgers. Like, either make it happen or don't, man. Like we're you, have, you have more hate for A-Rod than, than I should have for A-Rod. It's not even hate. It's it's more so like, dude, he's a weirdo at this point, and and he constantly is getting the headlines. Yeah. Um. Now, when I when I look at my team, what my with it, what I know, I want to touch on you guys first. I do think I I do too. I I think I have a hot take on on you guys. So, what is your favorite, at least to this point, move that the Eagles have done so far? So. Jason Kelsey. Shouldn't be much. Yeah, okay. Nothing much has happened. Um, Jason Kelsey arguably is the greatest Eagle of all time. Um, He was at the top of his game last year still. I just think 
like having him back on the field morale wise, like he is the captain of this team next to Jalen Hurts. Like he's been that for years. Just fucking love the guy. Ask any Eagles fan, like they die for the dude. Obviously love that. Again, as we were on air recording here, bringing back James Bradbury, it's interesting to me now. It very, it, because that was the one that I was pretty certain wouldn't join the Eagles again. And I was just doing a little bit of reading while we were going back and forth on that. It looks like he had offers for a good amount of money more elsewhere, and he turned them down to come back here. Now, Wait, here's who's, why. Who's Bradbury again? He's uh, He was corner. 24. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Now, this is where it becomes interesting. Number one, what's going to happen with C.J. Garner-Johnson? That's the one I wanted back. Now, with this deal for Bradbury, is there enough space there to get him? They already let one of their safeties, starting safeties go and Marcus Epps. That's fine. But I wanted that dude back, so we'll see. And also, I do think this probably means, maybe not, maybe not, but I would think that Darius Slay now is on the hot seat of getting traded. Because I think if you're the Eagles now, you looked at Jalen Ramsey get dealt for a third rounder. You can probably think you're getting close to that. And if you can, pull the trigger. You have Bradbury and you have a top 10 pick to go and get one of the top three corners in this draft. You might even get your select your hand selection at them. So going into next year, if you can find a way to get Gardner Johnson back, and let's just say Darius Slay is dealt and you get one of those top three corners in the draft, I think I think you're more than fine. So uh, let's start here. So Garner's gone for sure. Not right? for sure. No, Garner's you I can tell you why. The plug who has the plug for for the Eagles in the Eagles like that, Gilly. Gilly has the the plug into the the players. He knows the players. He's right there with that. Gilly commented, thank you for being a bird, bro. We appreciate it. All of you have done. Inside shit has already gone down with him. Garner's gone. Slay, it's the the market's weird to me. The fact that market is um, weird. The fact that what's his name went to the went to Ramsey went to the Dolphins for a third round pick third. is fucking Slay won't even get close to that. Slay has no market now. If you look at that, it name alone, and when you come to being able to play, I don't see Slay getting shit. Which that even might have that even might have benefited the Eagles more so, 100%. right? Because they 100%. they literally just said like, "Yo, bro, we're not paying you. Go yeah. ahead, like go see." Yeah. And now, now, like yeah. what you just said, like Ramsey for a third, and now Cowboys getting Gilmore for a fifth. And I'm yeah. sure nobody's going to want to pay you that much anyway that you're looking for. So they played their hand right. Yeah, it's funny that I think growing up I, it was always about the trades, and I feel like now. It's more about everyone's going after the draft. Everyone yeah. is going for draft heavy now, right? But I see Slay as like Slay. Your Slay is in Zeke's predicament right now. Fuck, am I going to get something? Am I going to get really like what? What am I going to get yeah, for? Yeah. Again, I'm not saying talent wise. What am okay. I going to get? Like, what's out there for me? Like at this point, the market is fucked. Like I'm screwed. I might have to come back to the Eagles for kibble and bits because now yeah. that that's where it can shift for you guys now with picking him up. That might even keep your guy Gardner. And my, now I just thought about it. That might show like, oh, fuck. Maybe Gardner, either we get some some draft for him or let's just pay him, keep him, see you, Slay. I'm sorry. Or we can give Kim on bits to Slay and move some guys around. In my eyes, the only issue that I have with, with and I want to ask you this later on too, is Kelsey. If I were Kelsey I and I look at this team, the offseason is fucked, man. People would, like I've talked to an Eagles fan who, who has already put two hundred down on a bet that the Eagles will be in the Super Bowl again. I think that people forget because we've been spoiled with Mahomes and Brady 
that they think that it is just it's it's you're just guaranteed to come back to the because of the talent you have. They you forget that thirty two things have to go right for you to yeah, end up definitely, at, definitely. At, in the Super Bowl. Like it has to go right. The team that's why when you talk to the Eagles players, they're all like, "Fuck, man!" That's what it hurt. It hurt more for the fans and for them to be like, "This was the team." Yeah. Next year, who fucking knows? Mind you, injuries happen. Not just long players. Exactly. Injuries happen. Shit goes down. If I were Kelsey personally, I go. That is the best Eagles team I'm going to play on at this point. I got to be out. I got to preserve my mind. I got to preserve my body. I'm out of here. I'm sorry. I bet you don't see him play preseason. I bet you he doesn't train in August. He's not going to do fuck shit. No. He's going to show fuck up no. week one and just be fat as fuck out of shape. Gas for Aaron Silent after that first no, series. He'll be more than fine. He'll be more than fine. But that's an interesting point, and you very well may be right. Right? I just played on the best. I won a Super Bowl, yeah. and that was the best team I've ever played on. So why would he come back? And he yeah. said, he. Re- I think these guys really do think. Like, it's not even just fans, I think, at this point being delusional. Like, now yeah. we see Bradbury took less to come back. Jason Kelsey is coming back. Like, these guys are – and they've all had the same thing. I'm taking less money. We can run this shit back. I'm following Jalen Hurts into the fucking fire. So but that's the same thing. That's the same thing the the uh the Bucks players did with TB. And look what that got them. It is, and it's also the same thing that when the Eagles won their Super Bowl, this is the mistake that you make almost of what the Bucks oh, did. Really? Like, let's bring this shit back. Let's bring yeah. these dudes back. But that's what I kind of like. Bradbury, I think yeah. he's 29 years old. You got the best season from him in his career. Two, three year deal done. You bring yeah. back Kelsey on a one-year deal. So you're yeah. in the same situation. If if he if he is gassed and he is out of it, which I really don't think he will be, but let's just no, say no, worst no. case, then he's done. And and it's and it's yeah. you wipe your hands clean. But I think when you look at this team, the reason why I'm not really worried, because a lot we've seen a lot of players leave already. TJ Edwards, yeah. Kazir White, Marcus Epps, like our starting defense is fucking gone. Javon Hargrave. It, I'm weird, like I'm not worried at all. And it's because the draft picks that we have, two first-round picks this year, and yeah. we drafted guys last year to step right in. Jordan Davis, yeah. D Lyman, boom, he's your starter now. Uh, Nicobe Dean, fucking love him. You're you're starting linebacker. You're the green dot on the defense now. You're the captain. Yeah. Go out and do it. Like this is what we drafted you for. And now yeah. it's up to these young guys to produce. Like it's now now it's just up to them. But I think going into it, like I'm I'm fine because the offense is still completely intact. And the defensive pieces that you left, you have the draft capital and these young guys that you have on the roster from last year ready to step up. And now it's just up to them. Playing yeah, I don't, I, this this all season showed me you guys won't be back in the Super Bowl. You'll be deep in the playoffs. So you won't be back in the Super Bowl. But it is always I, tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a mission. Hey, but I, this is the, my thing. The story, the storyline of Kelsey. Go out like that, baby. Go out with you playing against your brother. You lose. It sucks. But go out like that, man. That's a story, bro. Like, that's – I don't need no more. I, like, I need to know, like, you see these players, like, I'm done. Like, I, I gave it my all. We, we went to Super Bowl. We lost. That was the best team I'm play on. What, what, no one is asking for more from him. I respect no, the way yeah. of coming back, like, saying, like, I'm not fucking done doing the – um what is that shit? Yeah, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. Yeah. Like, I love that shit. But at the end of the day, it's like I, – I, I, I would rather – if it, I'm just saying, if it was me, I'd be like – yeah, I'm I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm nope. definitely done. And I agree, and that's what I mean. Like, that's why I'm more so, like, chilling because that probably should be his answer. He's, yeah. what, 35? Again, played at the highest level he can play. He was all pro center last year. He was awesome. And if they won the Super Bowl last year, he's done, 1,000% done. But for him to, like, go through that, 
and and say to himself exactly what you're probably saying, like, I don't have anything else to prove. I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. I won the Super Bowl. I just played against my brother in one of the best Super Bowls we've ever seen. I don't need to come back, but I am. So that tells me, like, like he's bought in. They, they This team is completely bought in in doing this thing again. And, again, it, it's hard as shit to do. Like, we see it every single year. Like, with the Bengals, yeah. they made it back to the AFC Championship game after their loss in the Super Bowl and couldn't get it done. But it just shows me that this veteran dude that still has some left in the tank doesn't yeah. at all need to come back but wanted to. And, hey, for 14 yeah. mil, I would too. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, um, we, we throw money in there. It's yeah. fucking hard to get on the couch. I can get 14 my mil. arm, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. But yeah, it's just, it's yeah, it just seems to see. Now, when, when it comes to the Cowboys, uh, this is where the Cowboys do not understand football is this time right here. This is where we destroy our life is, is right now, right? Uh, we got rid of uh, – fuck, do I have her up? Uh, okay, so we franchise tag t- Tony Pollard. Okay, move, whatever. I've seen that coming. We lose Noah Brown. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You could pick up a Noah Brown in the draft. We Important to me, we signed Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson is our yeah. one, is a, one of our quarterback safeties, whatever he is. Sign him. Important move was Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is definitely wide receiver, a, a veteran on, on our team that we want to see be there. And he also freed up some cap space for us, yeah. which is very important to go forth. Now, where we lean is that I'm seeing a, a lot more talks about our backup tight end rather than Dalton Schultz. I don't, I forget his name, but you know, I'm not good with the, the names and a lot of dumb shit. But God, Dalton Schultz is gone. Is he? He's a yeah. free agent. Dalton Schultz isn't coming back. He's decided to go out and become a free agent, right? Stupid on his part, in my eyes, because he could have built himself up a little more with just a two-year contract. But we have a backup tight end that oh, – when he was at tight end U, that people talked about him more than saying that he is better than Dalton Schultz. And I, I want to see that. I want to see what that looks like. Now, for some reason, the dumbass fucking Dallas coaches, Jared Jones and all them, are loving the TCU quarterback. And I've told Liam, if I see this TCU, do you know his name? I forget his fucking name. Max, uh, Max Duggan. Duggan. If I see Duggan drafted <laughs> by the Cowboys, you won't see me wear a jersey for two years. Like, I'm Come not on, putting a bro. jersey on. Bro, you know, it's, it's another fucking, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get fucking canceled, but I do not want that. I don't want that type of quarterback in this. Like, I just can't take it anymore. Like, it's, okay, let's flip a coin. Who wants to play this week, Dak or, or Duggan? <laughs> yeah. Let's go into an Eagles game again. Let's go to the link with Dak or Duggan. Yeah. Like, it, like it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, unless they're, they're, they're throwing up, like, bad, like, just uh, blinders to fuck people up to talk about maybe we'll <laughs> take him to get someone else, like, tri- playing some games. But in my eyes, you take, another, you take a quarterback, let him fall, whatever. Dak fell, and we, we picked Dak up. Pick some other ones up and get us some wide receivers. Let's get fucking Duggan. Now, we do have a possibility. Fuck, uh, what is that? And on the defensive side, I'm very scared of Evander Rush. I can't ever say his name. Leaving. Because yeah, yeah. we need him on that defensive side, as well as it's a possibility that we might go pick up the uh, the Rams the Rams guy. Ah, oh, what is his name? Safety? No, a linebacker. Oh, Bobby Wagner. Wagner. Now, if we pick up Wagner and we have Barr and we have Van Der Esch, that's a defense that's set up to win. In my yeah. eye, that's a defense that I can't tell you that our defense suck. Going into a game shouldn't suck unless it's, it's again, game planning. You're bringing, we're bringing back our defensive coordinator. We're bringing back so many more weapons. Like, 
this is another year that I could say to you, if we don't find a quarterback that if we let Dak have a year like he's had, I, he should be benched week four if he does the same shit again. If he has two picks within the first four weeks, uh, bench him. I, I don't yeah. want. I don't even want to get into the season with him. I'm sorry. Put in our backup quarterback and let's let it rock. And Max Duggan, the guy, the yeah. Max Duggan season. You want to see that? You just fucking I want would to see love that to shit. see it. I would absolutely love to see it. I think it's going to be interesting knowing the Cowboys, knowing Jerry Jones making these splashes. OBJ still out there? I wouldn't be surprised at all. At all. Here's one. No, I don't want. I don't want OBJ. I'm sorry. I don't want OBJ. I want the probably the, the under the rug free agent that's sitting there right now for the prime taking for a lot of teams right now is Hopkins. Hopkins is just sitting there. Yeah. Go fucking get him. Allow allow CD be your number one. That is a fucking amazing number two. That's just sitting there, and that's an all out baller. That dude has is a dog. That's a dog in my eyes. And yeah. you want to see him play. He's not hurt. He didn't play that much at, uh, with Arizona because Arizona just fucking sucked. He wasn't going all out. <laughs> Let's get him the ball, and, and we need to talk about Arizona. Arizona might be the worst team in the league next year, but oh, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. there. he's leaving. Come play for us. Go get him. Use yeah. his time to go fucking get these guys. Put them on a two-year contract. Give them the bread, and let's go fucking win this thing. Or we'd be who the Cowboys are, and let's go get Duggan. Yeah, well, look, I think you might get both. I, I really Hopkins is another name. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but look. You'll pick up Max Duggan in the draft, and you'll be Fuck fine. You, bro. And, and Dak will be done, and then Duggan will come in. He'll have a good game or two. You guys will fall in love, and then it'll be it's 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 guys. Fine. It's crazy. Get your pronouns right, all right? Yeah. Today's, yeah. today's times. I need your pronouns to be correct, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure. Yeah. Not not you guys ever. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this all season becomes. It's it's. I think the draft. One thing I did want to mention before we get out of here is, I am so tired. Of the uh, what is that shit called? What's the workout called? The uh, the uh, combine. I am so tired of people talking about the combine has helped this player jump in the draft. No, it's not. Stop going into every week and saying the co- every year the combine this player stock has just risen. It hasn't. You know what you're getting before you go to the combine. Oh yeah. I fucking hate that shit. And that's why you just had the guy. Um, fucking Terrence ter- ACL, whatever the lineman. Yeah, I feel where he's from. I know. Like that shit fucking happen. Yeah. Why do I need a lineman running a forty-yard dash? Man? Why? Why? It's, I don't need drills. It's and we've we've heard GMs come out and say like, yeah, when it comes to combine, it's more so about like the interviews, like everything else. Like we know who we how we have on our board. Like yeah. rarely, if ever. Are you going to get a guy that outperforms in the combine? And again, maybe we have it this year with the Florida quarterback Richardson helping yeah. his stock. But for the most part, like that's got to be all smoke screens yeah. because at the end of the day, like what's going to matter more, Richardson's vertical or the fact that he had a sixty percent completion percentage at yeah. Florida this year? For me, it's a pretty obvious fucking choice. Yeah, I don't need to see these dudes running in bike shorts and a tank top. <laughs> Put pads on. Let me see their film. What do they do in the yeah. biggest games in, in school? Like, what are their interviews like? What is their motor like on the field? Like, I don't need to see the cone fucking drill that we did in second grade in gym class. Yeah, yeah. I hate seeing that. Yeah, I, I just hate it all across. It was, it's funny. The interviews do matter. And uh, someone I know that went through the draft, they said in his interviews, there's a lot of trickery that happens in those interviews that he was asked, like, so what about this fight? And he was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, this fight that you had, what about it? Like, what, what happened after? And he was like, oh, because he got in a fight in like high in college with a college teammate like, on the field. And he's like, oh, that was nothing. Me and my team and da da da. He's like, no, 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 an earlier fight that happened before you got into college. And he's like, nothing ever happened. And he's like, oh, okay. 
So they're there trying to trick you to like yeah, speak I'm sure. up and see who your character is. Cause you could just start naming shit like, yeah, I got in a fight in sixth grade, eighth grade, <laughs> high school, da da da. Like they don't give a, f- they don't know that shit. So you're putting yourself out there. So that is what matters. You always hear about these crazy interviews that, that happen and that shit doesn't matter. Cause they said Gronk fell asleep in his draft interview, his draft interview with uh, the Patriots. Like he was asleep on the floor. Sort of guy, he was asleep on the floor. And then they walked in and he woke up and he was like, they're like, oh, we're not fucking drafting this guy. And look what he becomes. So this shit doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was Rob. Like, like, it, come on, yeah. man. Like, I don't know. It, it's just unnecessary and it, it could possibly hurt these guys. Because this is what I was going to say. When everyone loves the quarterback who throws the ball 50 fucking yards on a rope, doesn't fucking translate. Zach Wilson. Remember two years yeah. ago? Yes. Zach Wilson slinging shit. I don't give a fuck about that. I know quarterbacks are great on 707s, and they go watch their film, and they fucking suck. Yep. 707 isn't the game. 707 isn't game speed at all times. There's yeah. no pads on. There's not guys flying no. in your face. You're just yeah. sitting in the fucking pocket, and you're hearing a bell. That means you got sacked. That's it. That's 707 is. You yeah. hear a bell that says, oh, it's been seven seconds or five seconds in the pocket. Get it out. Yeah. It helps you with your get-out speed, but that's it. Like I don't want to – I'm tired of that. It it's is. enjoyable, but that's all it is. I like to see the guys, and all I do is focus on linemen. I like to see how much they bench. It's a, and then when yeah, I go to the gym, yeah, I'm like, yeah. let me see how much I can put up 225. <laughs> Just to say, I did put up 225 for 27 at the gym. So Did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got to record it. I got to send it to you one day. So I'm draft eligible if anyone wants to come yeah, get Yeah, yeah. Put it in the combine, bro. Now we got to work on your 40 time, apparently. Oh, that's no. What, that's my, what they care about. My 40 time was 5'4 <laughs> in high school. That's the best it was in high school, bro. <laughs> uh Anything else you want to say, brother? No, nah, no. Nah, I think it was um, – listen, March Madness time, baby. Let's just sit yes, back sir. and enjoy it. It's going to be a fun, fun first weekend for sure. Yes, sir. We're going to try to get this episode out uh, the day of, of March Madness so you can see our picks. Hey, guys, continue to support the In Those We Trust podcast network. Support Trust Sports. Follow us on Instagram at we trust underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, on all your streaming uh, services, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Follow Liam on the Instagram at Liam Stokes 11. Trust. All right.